his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Does it feel to you like our culture is evil? I'll tell you something I noticed that's really strange. There's a word more and more people I know are using to describe our culture. And it particularly catches my ear when it's people I've known for a long time, friends, even family members who aren't particularly religious. And when they use this particular word to describe our culture, it really catches my attention because nobody used to use this word in public. Nobody used to use this word outside of really conservative church. Nobody who isn't of deep faith would ever use this word, this term to describe our culture. And yet more and more, I hear it from people who aren't even religious. That word, demonic. Again, even those who aren't particularly religious seem to be able to see it. I'll get into what's causing that in a minute. But for a long time, I've felt at a gut level The more demonic it gets, the more demonstrably evil our country gets compared to a decade, even two decades ago, the more my gut tells me there'll be a backlash, a rebellion, a turn toward good to get away from the evil because it just feels so icky. And yet the media keeps telling us that turn's not coming. No, no, we're winning. More and more people are abandoning church record numbers. It seems like they do a survey on this every week and the results are pretty dismal. Church attendance is dipped to an all-time low. Americans are losing their faith, giving up on God, blah, blah, blah. But is it true? It's an important question because faith is hard. And when so many people around you, so much of society seemingly is abandoning God, is not really being real or a fairy tale or part of some book written a long time ago with a lot of unverifiable details, it's really easy to give into it, to think the majority must know something you don't know. But is that all a lie too? Is there a rebellion going on? Is it possible that in response to all of this, Americans' faith is growing not shrinking? That seems impossible. Just watch a couple hours of TV. Or is that all fake? Designed to make you think that's what's happening. Is something else actually going on in the hearts and minds of Americans? Well, Rasmussen head pollster Mark Mitchell just stumbled on something remarkable. The fact that Americans are more religious than ever. Wait, what? It shocked him too. The question was this. How important is your religious faith in your daily life. A staggering 75% of American adults said their faith was important in their daily lives. That's up, not down, up from 71% 
in 2018, including 49% who say faith is very important in their lives. It's not just up, though. It's the highest it's ever been. But here's another metric, and maybe it will tell us something different than church attendance. How important is your religious faith in your daily life? 75% of American adults say it's at least somewhat important, and 49% say very important. Take a step back and wrap your head around those numbers. That number has been incredibly stable over the years, and it's actually now higher than it has ever been by a few points. So how did all those other pollsters miss this? Easy. The question they were using to determine how religious Americans are was church attendance, and that is down. And it's easy to assume, well, these people say they're very religious, but they don't go to church. They can't be that serious. But maybe they don't go to church because they are that serious. Stick with me for a minute on this one, and I'll explain. Could it be that Americans are desperate to hear about good, yes, but most especially evil, to have absolutes drawn for them? Real lines, black and white, with no gray. The kind that are drawn on virtually every page of the Bible. And that that black and white that I think we all need. If you've ever raised children, they'll chafe against the barriers, the boundaries you give them, the lines you draw for what they can and cannot do. But they're most happy when they know where the boundaries are. When they grow up in a stricter environment that lays those out. They're comfortable. They feel loved. They feel secure. We don't stop needing that as adults. And you just can't get it in modern churches where everything is devoid of meaning, where anything goes and we should love and tolerate, blah, 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 blah. I can't believe how watered down it's become. In my church, it's funny because I have a favorite priest. He's the only one who talks about the devil. The only one who makes him real. The only one who makes it really clear. There's only two directions you're going after death. When the other priests would be the one handling that day's mass, I'd kind of internally groan. Oh, well, I thought I was the only one. I was surprised coming into church one day when my kids said the same thing. They were really disappointed this particular father wasn't speaking. He lays it all out. You're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. And there's some pretty specific things you could do to get there or not. My kids secretly crave that too. We need it more than ever. Human beings need to have it laid out or more importantly, reinforced. We feel it. We feel the ick. We feel the cultural rot. We desperately crave boundaries, borders, a definition, good versus evil to give us something to strive for because human beings are meant to strive, not to stagnate. Knowing good from evil is one of the most comforting things a human being can have, even if we fall and sometimes end up on the evil side of the equation. You can't feel good about going back into the light if it's not acknowledged that the light exists. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
and that the dark does too. And that's what Rasmussen found, a desperate need and a desperate disappointment on the part of Americans who define themselves, many of them, 49%, not just as religious, but very religious, and 75% of whom say religion is very important in their lives, yet church attendance is the lowest ever. Why? Because good and evil has been stripped out of churches and people want it need it desperately you know what's funny when i talked about this on my show today i was absolutely bombarded on the text line from people who say that's me i don't go to church i'm deeply religious i go to a bible study twice a week i pray every day or i found a minister online and i listen to him instead of going to church because i just can't find what i need right here you wouldn't believe how many there are And you know what's the most interesting part? Who needs it the most? Who misses it the most in church? My kids. It's the youngest generation, the 18 through 39s, who most miss a strong religious theme in church. But here's the new question. Do you agree or disagree? Too many religious institutions nowadays are watering down or abandoning their traditional beliefs. 65% of Americans at least somewhat agree with that statement, and 35% strongly agree. Only 9% strongly disagree. Now, for me, this one was a complete shocker. Recall from the previous question that 18 to 39-year-olds were less likely than older adults to say they regularly attend church. Here are the age numbers, and surprisingly, they are most likely to agree that religious institutions are abandoning traditional beliefs. Only 20% of 18 to 39-year-olds disagree with that statement, and only 4% strongly. And the most surprising thing of all, exactly how big is this population of Americans that doesn't embrace their faith at all? You'd think it was huge. 70, 80, 90% to turn on your television, turn on the news, to go on social media. But that's all a mirage. The biggest takeaway Regardless of their church attendance patterns, Americans say they are very deeply religious. Only 13% of them say that religion is not at all an important part of their lives. So why does it seem like evil licentiousness, moral decay is oozing out of every pore? Remember the lesson of the Russian Revolution. Remember how the left operates. People didn't even elect Stalin. They didn't vote for Marxism when Russia became the USSR. But once it did, no group no ad, no slogan, not even a knitting club was allowed to exist that did not have as its central tenet the Soviet party, the party, the wokeness. It is part of everything. No commercial can run without featuring it or honoring it or else you can't sell an M&M or a Twix bar, a Budweiser without making their ideology the alpha and the omega, the center of everything. That's not my theory. That's what they're actually doing. Remember when I explained this to you? You've got to understand, you've got to read this New York Post article. It's called Inside the CEI System, Pushing Brands to Endorse Celebs Like Dylan Mulvaney. And it talks about what is essentially a social credit score, a CEI score, given out by the Human Rights Campaign, an LGBTQ group. And you must, to get a good score, feature prominently woke people and woke beliefs in every facet of the operation of your company or else. And they do. That's why this stuff seems like it's everywhere. 
15 of the top 20 Fortune-ranked companies have a 100% CEI rating. That's the best you can get. But wait, it gets worse. More than 840 U.S. companies racked up high CEI scores, most of them the household brand names. Throw that in with algorithms in our social media that promote woke to the top of the search history and bust down anything else algorithmically. And what do you have? The fake world of the 13%, the culture of the godless, hedonistic 13%, with our culture, the real culture subsumed and hidden so that everyone will think they're alone. Just 23% of Americans don't consider religious faith important at all in their daily lives. Unfortunately, they're the ones driving this culture, this fake culture. That to even compete with the actual reality of morality must shove its message into every single commercial, every program, every show, every movie, every clothing brand. It's endless and it's empty. A total lie. So look for this. Whatever happens with church attendance, look for Americans' faith to grow as religious persecution, and yes, we're in the beginning of that phase, gets worse. They won't crush it. It'll only get stronger. The last five years have proven that. And if you're a minister, a priest, a deacon, a rabbi, find the courage to give people what they need. Find the courage to ignore the few who want it watered down. There's so many churches they can go to. They have all the options. Serve the ones who desperately need you. Serve the 75%. Let them know they're not alone in a world that only looks dark, but is actually so full of light and goodness and hunger for goodness and lines and boundaries and someone to speak the truth about what is good and what is evil. Because we all know sometimes we just need to hear the knowledge. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 